Yo, good morning, people. It's Alan Massenberg's The Mass Hysterical Show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in <sighs> on this beautiful Wednesday morning. Listen, man, it's it's June. The weather is the weather is nice for now. I ain't gonna even lie. It's like it's like 70 where I'm at. I don't know about y'all. Sunshine and I don't even see no it's a couple clouds out there, but ain't nothing heavy. So listen, man, this is um another another special episode. Y'all know what it is. Um this episode, you know, got a got a very, very special guest. Um, she is the host of the Voxeless podcast, okay? Stand-up comedian, friend of mine. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the very funny Celeste Jennings, y'all. Put your hands together. Woo! Yeah! Where you at? Where you at? Are you there? I can't see you. I can't see you. Can the people see you? Uh-oh. Are we having technical difficulties? I can't see you on my screen. Now, where you at? Can you see me, people? Hold on, people. Hold on. Bear with me. My man, my man Joey ain't here. Oh, I'm going to click on, add it back. So, you know, when Joey not here, I got to do this all by myself. You know what I'm saying? So, he ain't on here, so... I gotta run the I gotta run the backstage, you know what I'm saying? But this is this is cool though. I like this. This is like this is like stand up when a joke not going well. <laughs> like when a when a joke not going well, you just be standing there like, oh my God, what am what am I gonna do? Yeah, this is this is good. I gotta get back in the swing of things because you know uh stand up is gonna be coming back very, very soon. You know what I mean? Listen, stand up is back. I seen I seen some shows, you know what I'm saying? You know the outdoor shows is going on. I seen I seen indoor shows popping up too, yo. Like, uh, I'm not gonna lie, man. I've been, I've been asked to do, I've been asked to do some, some indoor shows, and I'm, I ain't gonna even lie, yo. I ain't even, I ain't ready yet. Like, I'm just not, not comfortable enough yet to, to do the, to do the, uh, the indoor joints. Like the outdoor joints. No, what I, what I was thinking about doing was just, I want to do like an outdoor joint by myself, like. Listen, I ain't got to worry about no social distancing. I ain't got to worry about nothing because I'm going to just be the only person on stage or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got to see the audience from, like, up close. You know what I'm saying? I can see them from the stage. You know what I'm saying? You know, I ain't going to lie, you know. Dave Chappelle, he he just did that joint. Y'all seen that? Um, 846 by Chappelle? Yeah. Listen, man, everything he does... I think I think listen, I think he's the GOAT, you know what I'm saying, in my my opinion, the greatest of all time. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, my you know, so, oh, oh I'm in the show. Well, I don't know what happened. I don't know, man. Sorry People, about that. Here she is, Celeste. Thank you. Thank you for coming to the show and bearing with me through technical Sorry. difficulties. We got through it though. So, so how are you doing? I'm good. How about yourself, man? You look you look comfortable. <laughs> I am very comfortable. Um, you know, edibles help. You know, I got two, no, I got two kids. So, you know, you can't, you can't, being with two kids sober is enough in and of itself. But then like pandemic, like you're, it, it's, I don't know how you're dealing with it, but I have yeah. to say your beard is, the pandemic has been good for your beard because it's Thank all you. in. I'm yes. so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you, man. It's been, it's been a long 32 years to get to this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> who hadn't shaved he, he's an actor and he had to shave um he had never shaved for like 35 years 
He couldn't. Right. He just didn't have. And but he had to play a cop, so he had to shave his beard. And oh. he was like, "I don't know what to do. I took so long to grow this. I was like, you want that money?" I might have. I might have had to just deny that role, man. Especially for a cop, right? But not right, especially right now. Yeah, you know yeah that was. It was last year. All right, so he was he was good. He was good. No, but yeah. you know, I'm I got I also got two kids, you know what I'm saying? So like I understand the struggle, you know what I'm saying? You know, so I get it. You know, but but I'm a co-parent, so I don't have them I don't have them all the time. See, you know that so, that's like, yeah. You win. You win. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I, yeah, I can understand. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's it's whatever. I was just saying, you know, so I get lucky. So I get I get half the time just just to relax and you know and chillax. So but do you have the same? You're not. You're not afforded the same luxury, though, are you? Nope. No. <laughs> I got my my kids started out this school year as honor students, and when the uh -huh. pandemic hit, they're now in special ed. That's where we are. Right. That's how my homeschooling went. Like they went from being super bright to like the like. Right. I got a note from one teacher who said, you know, she hasn't showed up for class for like two classes in a row. I was like, I'm like, bitch, all you have to do is roll out of bed and press power that's Boom. your class that's it you don't have to wash your ass you don't have to brush your teeth like how are you failing at this you know what i mean i don't know I don't that's know. pure laziness at this point so look so on your so on your uh on your podcast you call yourself the the, the chocolate milf you know what yes. i mean so so where, where where does that come from like where would you, you just actually that was going to be one of the titles to uh one of the um the options for the name of my podcast Mm -hmm. And I was like, nah, I gotta go to the PTA meetings. Like, I'm not gonna be able to explain that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, right. no, my, nobody's gonna let their kids play at the the house of a woman who's the chocolate milk. Like, I had to, I did it for the kids. I did it right. for the kids. Listen, yeah, I, I, I love the name. I love the name. <laughs> that should be a category of porn. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure it is. Honestly, like, I'm pretty they probably sure. Probably call it ebony, ebony porn. Uh, yeah, definitely. Look, ebony, ebony milk is what you was your call it. Ebony milk, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. So look now, um, I, I I say this I say this a lot on on social media, and I think that people should not believe memes, right? People should not believe memes because anybody could just make a meme that says anything. Now you actually succumb to one of the memes that I made. And you believed it. Do you remember the one where um yes. there was <laughs> there was a post that was like top five cutest comedians and like they had like Trevor Noah and like Hassan Minaj <laughs> and I photoshopped myself onto the picture <laughs> and you thought that, that I was really on that list. And I was I was like, oh I was flattered by that. <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't believe that though? Like that's not a hard thing, you know what I mean? It's not like Earthquake photoshopped himself in it and he was like <laughs> Oh yeah, we could totally no. Like you look like you could be one of those guys. And the thing is, even though I'm in New York, right? And you know, yeah. I might not know a lot of like I know a lot of Philly comics or comics from that area, but but are are transplants to New York. Yeah. And the thing is, when you are a New Yorker, you sometimes forget like there's a whole other comedy. There are comedy scenes everywhere else. So you right. could have been like a big guy in like. PA and then maybe out in LA that I just didn't know because you never popped in New York. So right. why wouldn't you've not been? Right. Okay. I see. Come on. I, I, I see. I just I and thought it was put, funny. And you wait a second. And you put that shit in because you knew that you could pass for that. <laughs> yes. I thought no? it was. 
No, I thought it was just funny. I was being an asshole, like, but it was just funny that you really believed, like, I don't think anybody really believed it, but it was funny because I was on your show and you brought it up and I was like, oh, shoot, you really believed it. <laughs> Tip, I'm going to snoop the next post, but a lot of your ne- your memes are very poignant, though. You just, like, you should be binge watching your kids. That is fact. Yes. Listen, um, I'll say, listen, here's one right here. I'll sanitize before you fraternize. You I like I mean? that so, one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, so I'm just I'm putting they on their own shirts now, so you know what I mean. <laughs> people can people yeah. can cop up and get them. You know what I mean. Um, did you see? Did you see that the the Aunt Jemima they're changing their name and they're changing their whole Listen, thing now? I'm I'm older than you, and I was I was I was old enough to remember when they went from the handkerchief to the press and curl. That to me mm-hmm. was like liberation. When right. they they're like, well, maybe we shouldn't have the handkerchief. But then I was watching this thing and they were saying the history about it, that she was actually a real person. Uh-huh. I don't know how, I didn't snoops this. It might be like that sexiest comedian meme, but <laughs> the story made sense. The story was that the guy who came up with the product, it was inspired by a character he saw in a minstrel show. So it's probably somebody right. in blackface, right? Yeah. So then he actually got an actual woman to go around making pancakes for people. Mm-hmm. with his product and right. so she was like the mascot and the spokesperson but yeah i mean andrew mama and i think i think that also uh uncle ben's going too yeah listen they're going to be knocking everything down my, my friend my friend marcus <laughs> my friend marcus lavar put a post up saying next is going to be the popeyes lady she's not gonna be the spokesperson oh. no more <laughs> well we haven't seen the pine saw lady either so where you know what i mean like you remember her you know yeah yep. lady yeah yep. like oh okay <laughs> yeah. Oh I'm happy man. Sell fucking products. I don't. I think the Popeye lady. She's not. Well, I don't know. She's not that bad. She's not that. Okay. It's not the same you as know what? the Quaker Oats woman too. Mock honey bunches and oats. You know the woman in the factory. You know her. Yep. Mm-hmm. He, they said he uh, Uncle Ben too. Yeah, he's going. <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Ben went from like a slave suit, you know, with the little like Colonel Sanders bow tie. To yeah. like a, a a Steve Harvey suit, right? Uncle Ben's going. I don't know who would they who would they put. So that was <laughs> my next was? question. That was my next question. Like who, who, what would you put on there? Like some like like Derek Jeter or something? Like somebody that's just like bi-racial? super clean, biracial? I don't know. <laughs> biracial Drake? Rice Drake. Can you? Oh my God, Drake James. <laughs> um, I don't know who, who would be a good Rice person. You know what I'm saying? Some oats, some OVO Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Candace Owens, I think, might be fighting for the job. I uh, don't know. Oh, uh, uh, don't even say. Oh, my gosh. That's what I, I said last I love, week. Last week, I said I love all black women except for Candace Owens. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. Shared that meme, and people yeah. loved it. Yeah. Even it white just... people loved it. They appreciated <laughs> it. They were she like, no, my... we're not fucking with her either. She hurts my heart. You got any, you got any quick any quick words about any quick words about Candace Owens? Any quick words? I think Candace Owens is about getting paid. I don't really think yeah. she. I mean, you know, yeah, she's about getting paid because yeah, you can't it. be that. Because even Michael Steele, who was the black guy, who was the head of the Republican Party. Even everyone's one is like, yo, yo, you motherfuckers are going too far. Right, like right. he's even like, we're gonna pull the brakes on this. You know what I mean? But then there's always these like really crazy ones who get into it because. They feel like they're gonna be saved in the race wars. And like, no, nigga, you're gonna be you're gonna be hung too. 
Right. You just you're just gonna be last, but you're gonna be home too. Right. We all you listen, at the end of the day, you, you black too. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Period. Yeah. All right. So look, so this part of this part of the show is a segment that I do. It's called Questions from My Kids. Okay. Oh, and I'm excited. That's exactly what it is. So, you know, my listeners know I got two daughters at twelve and eight. So I'm gonna ask you a question from each of them. All right. Okay. So this is the question from my eight-year-old. She wants to know. What's your favorite time of the day to eat? And what do you like to eat at that time? Oh, my favorite time of the day to eat is probably like 12 midnight. <laughs> and I like, no, I like those groove Cheez-Its. The white cheddar groove Cheez-Its with a little bit of chicken salad. I got okay. busted last night. My kid came and was like, what are you doing eating so late at night? I was like, chicken salad. I didn't want to tell her I was high. Like I had the munchies. And I was trying to do like a gluten free thing. No, that's my favorite thing. Yo, that's funny because that's probably my favorite thing too. And the exact same thing happens to me. <laughs> like, eh, I don't know. What goes well with indica? Like, I love it. It's a great pairing. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a hybrid guy and I like I like them flat. I don't, I don't like the grooves, I like the flat ones. <laughs> You, have you not? Have you tried the grooves? I do, yes, I've tried them. Like I like them. I like them softer. I like them softer. The grooves oh. are harder. No, so okay. You're a texture kind of guy. I like the I like the crunchiness of the grooves. Right. But yeah. So yeah, yeah I've tried them. All right. Yeah. So all right. So here's this question from my my twelve year old. She wants to know. This is the question she asks. What's the weirdest word in the English dictionary to you? Like, just doesn't make any sense. Like, what word? Yeah, it's a thinker. That 12-year-old is smart. <laughs> uh, I would... You know what's a weird word to me? Weird. It's spelled weird. weird. It's just a weird... It's a weird word. That's one of the weirdest words to me. I can't think of... You know, as soon as I get off this phone, I'm like, I'm going to have 50 fucking words. I'm like, that's a dumbass word. <laughs> you, can you can text me all the words that you... That you yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Weird. No. Let me see. Do I have any? Smart. I don't think I have any uh any weird words. You know what words I don't like? I don't like the words that um that there's like two like the same. You say the same. They they're spelled the same, but they don't they don't rhyme. You know what I mean? The hominins. Yeah, they but like hominins, something like that. Like, like I'm trying to think of one. Like uh, shit. Now I can't lead, think of one. Lead lead. Like, yeah. No. 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 <laughs> I think those those called synonyms. I don't know. I'm not a teacher. I don't fucking know. Don't... No, no. I think synonyms are the words know. that have like the same meanings, like <laughs> fair and equitable, right? Okay. Or just. But hominins, because it's hom, it's like a sound. Right. Because I have all these, I have all these like like reading disabilities, so I have to memorize the way to remember things. <laughs> if, you know what I mean? Like I like I don't remember like A B C D E. I'm like well. I know A sounds like B, but it rhymes with C. Like, like it just, I have to like the whole different way. So right. hominins is when they sound alike, but they are different meanings. Right. Right? Like fair right. and fair. I got you. But here's the thing I think that I realized was weird today. Canceled. There are some people spelled with two L's and some people spelled with one L. Yeah, I'm confused but, about that. Yeah, I yeah, you know what? It happened to me today because I was writing the word "canceled" and I was like, "Wait a second, how do we spell it?" The English spell it, 
like the British people spell it with two L's. We spell it with one L. That's why there's two. So that's it. So so we that's spell it. it with one. Oh, okay. So then I know how to spell it then. I thought I spelled it wrong. Yeah. No, yeah. you can spell it both ways. That's like color and color. You know, they spell it with L-O-U-R. I don't know why. I don't know why okay. they have an extra letter in there, but that's what they do. They add shit to it just to be extra. All right. Speaking of color, how do you feel about that when people call you a person of color? I hate that. You hate it? I hate, I, I just think it's like a step away from colored, right? Okay. And then it's like, you know what I mean? It's like a person of color, when we talk about like, oh, you're black, whatever, Asian, like we're not all lumped. Like an Asian dude, watch some white cops kill a black guy. Like it's not, we're not all the same. Right. I was, uh, I, I was think- talking to it. I was, I'm sorry. I, I was talking to an Indian, Indian guy and he was telling me, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm never afraid of the cops when I get pulled over. Like, I don't I have no fear. You know what I mean? So. And he's probably blacker than you. <laughs> he was he was like a little a little bit lighter maybe a little bit lighter maybe you know what I mean but in the summertime I get I get a little darker in the summertime you know what I'm saying so yeah all right so you look can, yeah yeah so what you what you got what you got going on for uh, Juneteenth do you have any Juneteenth plans I'm uh, trying not to get COVID I hope people don't get stupid and be out there probably have something in my house in the back but I'm not having people over. I've been yeah. really, I've been really, yeah, I've been, I don't think people are taking this shit lightly, you know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. uh, this is going to be a disaster. You think so? But I think we're probably, yeah, I just think, I think, it, yeah, we're headed for disaster. Especially this, they're already, you know, those places where they opened up, like, is PA opened up yet? Are they opened up? Yeah, some some places are opened up and some some others, like, like Philly isn't open all the way up. Some places, like, in the. Like there's there's counties that are, that are in green, some are in yellow, like opened up. Right. You know I mean, so it's just it just depends, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, but like me, I'm I'm just I'm just laying low, you know what I'm saying? Like keep like your I, ass inside. Yeah. Like I, I said it I've said it like weeks ago. Like when when everything is back to normal, I'm coming outside two weeks after that. Like it'll exactly. never be back to normal, normal, but like, you know, when we're allowed out and you know. Right. You know, so but yeah. like I'm going to delay. I, I'm going to, so I'm going to do something with the kids. We'll probably just have a barbecue. Um, mm-hmm. My husband's family's from the South. My family's from the islands. So, but my husband's family, uh, this son, they have zoom like family reunions every like once a month. Yeah. And they had this, they had, the, they were talking about uh, their experiences about in uh, during the civil rights movement and before then, and their right. grandmother was a, you know, sharecropper. So they have all these, experiences that they, they're learning about themselves in ways that the schools won't teach them. Right, right. And that's and that's the thing, man. I, I know a lot of people right now are realizing that the things that school taught us was not really the truth. You know what I'm saying? They, they yeah. kept a lot of stuff from us. Like 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 me personally, like I knew a lot of stuff. I'm not I'm not saying that I was ignorant to a lot of stuff, especially like with black history, you know what I'm saying? But people are realizing now like, yo, this whole American history was they they taught it to them wrong, you know, especially especially right. white people. You know what I'm saying? Do you, do you have like do you have like uh like white people like coming to you like apologizing and stuff for like what's been going on? Uh to be truthful, I don't really have like now I'm not really getting a lot of that because yeah. I don't ha- you know, the white friends that I have at this point in my life, because I think that's what people don't realize too. It's like as you, you might, like I grew up in a completely white town. So like as you get older and become more self-aware, mm-hmm. and a race becomes important to you, you sort of slough off a lot of white people who don't want to deal with that. Right. So 
anybody who's in my life that's white now isn't apologizing. They kind of get it. Right. And that, you know, we don't avoid talking about race. And, and it's not just like, oh, people are assholes. Like, if that's your response to racism to me, we're not friends. That was high school friends. Right. So I think that I'm not getting that. I don't think a lot of shit that people are doing. Like these mm-hmm. celebrities coming out saying, I'm sorry and I'm not going to do this. I'm like, oh, just, <laughs> just write checks and just shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hear this bullshit. You were fine on the set when it was all white. Like, you know, right. let's keep the shit moving. I mean, you know, it's like, yeah, there is no best actor award for apologies. Okay. Like there's none, there's none. So. Well, there, so, some, there's, they're out, there's, there's, there's people out there trying to win that award. I'm telling you, they're out there trying, trying to I win know. it. I, I've seen it. I've but seen people like, say they had, they had no idea what's going on. I'm like, are you? Yeah, had no idea. It's 2020. You knew what the fuck was going on. <laughs> but people also act like they don't talk amongst their friends or they don't hear shit. Right. You right. know what I mean? Like, if we as black people talk about race, how are they not talking about it? How mm-hmm. are they not, like, you know, it's like, a, you know, they, they may not say things. Some of the, that's the problem. It's like racism is like autism, right? It's like a spectrum. Right. And, you know, there's some people that are like a little bit affected by it and may not be aware but have some like it are functioning and then they have people on the far end who are like who who are just like so overtly obviously racist and have problems and there's no turning back for those people right, right. so that i think there's a whole spectrum when it comes to that and i say this to say because so you have those people who are just sort of like uh you know i've seen this in comedy right it's like these like i see a lot of like feminists like white chicks that love to tell the jokes about being fat and fucking black guys. Right. But you know what I mean? It's like, but you're supposed to be liberal. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, they're still perpetuating that type of racism in that way. Like, there's just men are just, black men are just animalistic. Yeah. Yeah. You see, you, I've seen, I've seen a lot of that at the, uh, at the protests, you know, like a lot of, a lot of signs and stuff were like, I'm here because I like black dick and shit like that. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, sexualizing, you know, just, just the black man, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's how they see it. You know, right. You know what, though? I think you growing up in Philly, though, you probably I've always equated Philly with being a little more uh, pro black than, let's say, most other cities in the Northeast, even though like New York City had Harlem and the Renaissance. There's something about Philly that I think always felt like a little more militant, not militant, but like radical. Right. And so maybe that's why you were a little more aware of what's going on. Well, yeah, so. Sense. So yeah, so 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 me, you know what I mean. So I, I I grew up in in Philly, you know what I mean. So it was like all black. Like, I remember at my elementary school, there was no white kids, like right. not a single. So, but then I then I moved out to the suburbs, though. You know what I mean. So then I was like, you know, open open to like white people. You know what I'm saying. So, so it was like a, you know, I got to see like both sides of it. You know what I'm saying. So it was, but it was interesting for me growing up. You know what I'm saying. But there's a lot of people, right? A lot of people like in Philly though that they just grew up just. And around all black people, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, that's, so that's why I like that there. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. Because I think of, like, the roots. Like, those are the band, like, those are the so early associations when I thought of black. Like, I remember the move, that whole bombing thing, but I remember yeah. it was, like, there's a whole bunch of black people that live together who, like, are just in this community. Like, what's what's up with that? And then yeah. I'm, you know, then I, the roots. Uh, so, and there was also the music from Philly that had, like, a sort of, like, a different vibe than New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So that's when I think of I think of like 
Philly is being sort of, in some ways, much more pro-black. Because I think there's also probably like a bit of a black middle class there too, which also, right, right. right. There are black people own homes there, probably in greater numbers percentage wise than black New York people live in New York City. Yeah, no, listen. If listen, I were to have a guess, yeah. Yeah, no, because like I said, when I when I moved to the suburbs, like I went out to suburbs, like my high school was just still mostly black. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it was, you know, but black people had more money. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so it's a lot of that too. You know what I mean? So. How do you how do you um how do you feel about these companies that have been not showing love for black people for a hundred years, just coming out, you know, doing things for us now? How do you feel about that? Like uh band-aids just made black skin tone band-aids. <laughs> you know what I mean? So first of all, um I think for all these companies putting out um these, you know, we love black people posts. Mm-hmm. They need to put a picture of their executive board with it to see uh, how much you love black people. I like that. Because if there are no black people on your board of directors or your executive uh, level, you don't love black people. What you right. love is black dollars. And and I think that if anything, it's a lesson for black people to realize that our spending power is so important to these corporations that they are hiring PR teams like you don't know the millions of dollars it takes to write one of those letters. I think people think it's just somebody else. Like, they have had that tested and vetted and right. all this other bullshit. Like they're spending millions of dollars so they can get our billions of dollars. So if anything, we should be like, wait a second, why are they bending over backwards? Because it's not just they could they've ignored it up until this point. So yep. why now, right? Yeah. And I think they they realize there's a shift. Like no, fuck this. Yeah. You, you know, we had a one comic who he posted this whole list of racist comics in New York. It was I hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that, you know. Yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, everybody is uh, getting cabin fever and, you know, staying in the house going crazy. And, you know, and showing their true colors, too. That's another thing. Uh, yeah. It's like, people show, listen, I'm not gonna lie, I mean, I've been blocking and unfollowing people. I don't even want to see, like, I don't, I don't want to argue with you. I don't want to try to right. teach you I, here, go ahead, man. You, 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 thirty and up. I don't. You don't know by now. Go ahead, bye. I don't. <laughs> right, right. It's not even I'm, that they don't know. They don't give a fuck anymore. Right. And I and I always find it ironic. It's not like the people that are the most like vocal and the most like these goddamn stupid writers. I'm like, you guys realize you weren't white like fifty years ago, right? Like, I don't understand why. You do you realize that you know having a vowel at the end of your last name was probably not a good thing? You know what I mean? Right. Like there used mm-hmm. to be signs, you know, like no Irish, no blacks, no dogs. Like you don't, you know, so you don't understand your own history in this country, and yet you are oh, acting oh. as if somehow, we, like I'm sure you are fighting with people whose ancestors can't even trace their roots back half as long as your ancestors have been in this country. So by yeah. definition, you are more American than anybody of these people fucking yelling at you and saying this thing and that thing. And I can make the same claim, too, because my great grandfather came here in the early 1900s and then he left. But right. he came here, you know, he worked on the Panama Canal. So I don't care, you know, your your grandparents came what, 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 19 what? No, 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 no. So right. you can't, if anybody's more American or the black Americans in this country who have who have been here 
since the first slave ships come here. So if any, and, mm -hmm. and also what people forget is that the, the first person in this country to take a bullet for freedom in America was a black man. And people often forget that in, in, in the uh, Christmas Addicts, he took the first bullet that set off the American Revolution. So right. if anything, if anything, this country owes us more than just like the fact that we picked cotton, but we literally died for America's freedom from Man, day one. From day one, and built this country on our back. So I'm, I'm pretty sure you're on a, you're on a bandwagon for reparations, then, huh? Yeah, and I, and I, there's no, there's no doubt in my mind that African Americans, uh, in, and also, uh, Afro Caribbeans. You know, we didn't end up in Jamaica because you know we were like on a fucking cruise. Like it was just <laughs> another stop on the same goddamn boat. You know what I mean? What's like, was a carnival cruise? <laughs> definitely not. Like, you know what I mean? It was no, it was no Groupon. Like we all like just were told to get on the fucking thing. Right. I think that some of the, some of the things that should be included for reparations should not only just be financial remuneration, but also allowing birthright trips all African American kids and even white kids who want to go to uh, Ghana uh, to Senegal where all the slave castles were because I was there about mm -hmm. seven years ago and when you look at that door and it says door no return you realize oh fuck like you you're never coming back wow. it's insane and then you look at how we were housed in these places like it wasn't like we had cots it was like a, a like a big dark dank cement room with a slit of light at the top. Maybe a hundred of us were packed in there. Maybe two hundred of us were packed in there, shitting in each other. Throw like, if you were thinking like if you got out of that, right, to get on the boat, you were like, fucking, you were you were definitely Black Panther. Like right. just to get there, and then also I was in South Carolina last year. And I saw, uh, we did a tour, not the plantation tour, but we did a fucking tour where we saw like auction blocks and, you know, hanging posts. And we're people at, forget we're that in South Carolina. In Charleston. Okay. In Charleston, South Carolina. That's where the first, every African-American could trace their roots to Charleston, South Carolina, because that was the main port of entry for stolen Africans. That's, that's crazy, because right? I, was, I was literally looking up some shit about my grandfather and stuff. Like three days ago, and that's where they were from, like South South Charleston, South Carolina. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And like my mom and her whole side of the family, like to this day, still live there in uh and down in Savannah, Georgia. You know what I mean? So like, yep. I was looking that up, and you know, so as soon as you said that, that's like I understood that. Yep, Charleston. So that should be part of the reparations plan. Definitely forgiveness of student loan. I mean, there's a lot of things that they could do to make it right. And, you know, people say that it's like, oh, you know, all you have to do is work hard. Bullshit. I grew up with kids that were the 1%. 1%. And I remember I was struggling in math. And my mom was like, you know, talking to the teacher about it. He goes, every kid in this fucking class has a tutor. Get your kid right. a tutor. Like, they, there's the loving, the playing field is not leveled. You know what I mean? Not at all. Like they, it's like they have so many advantages just being born in the right genetic pool. That's it. That's how they got where they were because somebody made some money 300, 500 years ago. And, yep. you know, as most Steph says, people still making money off of cotton money. Yeah. But look, one thing they like to say, though, they like to say, well, it wasn't me. I was, you can't hurt me for being born. You know what I mean? It's like it's not my fault. 
It's like, yeah, I understand it's not your fault, but you at least got to recognize the privilege that you got. You know what I'm saying? You got to yeah. understand the head start. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's 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 a big thing for me. Like, when they just, just got to recognize what the fuck is going on here. Isn't this shit not even? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's different. It's, a, it's difficult. I'm beyond that, though. I'm beyond that, like, trying to convince, like, like you said before, like, I'm not trying to convince people anymore because it's like, that is not where our energy should go now. Like, our energy right. really needs to be focused on organizing and strengthening our communities and i was thinking about writing like this letter letter to like my bougie like you know my open letter to bougie black people like it is basically saying time for like your little passport antics and all that other shit's got to end stop it you know what i mean like yeah no seriously if we have to build like communes in the hood and we have to go back and teach and reclaim our schools and then that's what we're gonna have to do right but you know what i mean we'll do tears like you want to write checks fine you want to go to rallies? Fine. We're all going to figure out how to work together to do this because it's like we don't have time to try to convince. White people know. They know. Right. They, they, they look. I mean, they look in their communities. There, if there are no black people in your communities, it's not a fucking coincidence. Right. <laughs> it's not an accident. It's not an accident. No. They're like, oh, oh they're not, they're not, no, they're not. no one's inviting them there. Like, come on. <laughs> that's look that's, that's funny because last week we said that on, on the episode um, I had Nicole Phoenix on and she said it she said that like in Philly there's 44% black people and I was saying that if you if you work and you live in Philly as a white person and you don't have any black friends that's not an accident like it's right like you don't have any you, know, you don't get you get along with anybody that's that's black that's it's not an accident you know just a choice you know what I'm saying right so so yeah so I agree with, I agree listen I agree with everything you're saying I really do. And I want to let you know, thank you. Thank you for, for joining me on the Master's Oh, Day I hope I didn't run over time. Thank you. Oh, no, wait. You. We don't have a time limit. We don't have a time limit. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't want to have you. I don't want to take up too much of your time. I don't have a time limit. You know what I'm saying? We just, I, we just I mean, I know, I, I know I hear the things popping in the background, so you got to get to it. Oh, no. no, that's not. No, no that's, I'm kidding. That's I'm, kidding. My, that's I'm my just giving you shit. My real phone going off. I don't know. What's that's what I'm saying. That's how I'm like, you're getting just to get back. And I respect that. No, I'm chilling though. But look, I listen. Off, right? I listen, off, right? Listen, man. I, I'm I'm laid off right now. And I actually got fired while I'm laid off. Like, I crazy. stopped. I saw that post. But you know what? I think that's a, this is going to be a good thing for you. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm cool. Yeah. I'm cool. I'm chilling. I'm saying. You'll be all right. I mean, unemployment, listen, the unemployment checks is lovely right now. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't complaining. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are living better on unemployment than they are when they worked. Shit, I'm about to... expensive. Hell yeah. And you got to go do it. You got to go do it. No, I'm about to sit at home. I'm about to buy some sneakers. I'll never buy sneakers. <laughs> I'm about to get fancy. Shit, I ain't had a pair of Jordans since I was like 10 years old. I might <laughs> get some... I'm just... <laughs> Let me stop playing. But look again, I, I want to thank you. Thank you for joining me. Is there anything oh, you want to? Thank you so much, Alan. You want to plug plug anything before we go? Get out of here. Just listen to my podcast, especially the one with Alan Massenberg on. It's very funny. <laughs> thank you. He tells a story it. about hiding kids, so it's great. I love that one. <laughs> love it. Yeah, you check it out on the Vox Celeste podcast. You know what I yep, mean? Yeah, Spotify, Apple, whatever you like. Yeah. So again, thank you, and uh, thank everybody for tuning in. It's the Master Hysterical Show. We're out of here.